Hello everybody and welcome to No Time to Grind, it's a podcast for the busy gamer. As always, I am an evil vizier known as Michael and joining me is your dad, but it's made of sand, Matt. Hello. Hi, and son. An, an unnamed prince with the power to manipulate time, it's Adrian. Why am I talking to myself? Don't know why he had a slightly British accent, but he does. It's got that nice... Uh, like, it's a very kind of, there's British Indians, I don't know, that sounds weird, and I feel like I'm taking it to a racial place, I'm not trying to, it's just... I think it's what they were going for. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hi, this is No Time to Grind. The podcast for the busy gamer, like we just said. I'm just scared because of, you know, I've already opened with... You said, the, it to a, you said the one word race, and now it's all over the place. Yeah, it's all about it. Uh, I'm going to actually dive right into that. This is something, this is a sneak preview of the game. I tried to watch the movie, Prince <laughs> of Persia, Sands of Time. With uh, Jake, is it Jake? Jake Gyllenhaal, yeah. Yes. Uh, and I oh. could not find any English versions. However, could find plenty of Indian versions. Oh, it's very popular. <laughs> Yeah, very strange, but it's also like... hard to watch. Not on Netflix or anything. Very annoying. That's strange because it, it was kind of a big movie. I think I even saw it in cinema, and I've now forgotten everything about it. Ah, yeah. He does well, a sick backflip at one point. I think that's it. it. And that is so true to the game. Sick but... backflips, the video game. <laughs> but before we get to the game, let's talk about some news. Sh- should I just present it all because it's all my <laughs> news articles Go I've put it. here? Go. All right, so the first one is very close to my heart because I've been streaming Witcher 1 and 2, and that is Henry Cavill has been cast as Netflix's Geralt of Rivia. Yeah, this is interesting. I'm curious. I think because it's, it's a big actor, um, and I think he can look the part, but I don't know if he can sound the part. If we're going from a reference point of the video games. Yeah. Well, apparently they are trying to go more of the books than the games. Okay. But okay. still, I hope I hope they do take a lot of the design choices that the games have taken. I have a feeling that might not hit as well because so, so many people are used to the game interpretation that if they don't see that, they might be like, well, this isn't Witcher. Like, you don't know any other version of the Witcher, Matt. You might be like, well, yeah. this is weird. Well, I don't know who Siri is. Um, don't. It's what my phone talks to me. But apparently, they're looking to cast Siri as a person of color. Yes, as as someone who doesn't know who Siri is, I don't mind. And Siri I, is a. Do you want story spoilers? No. Okay. Well, do you want to know how Siri looks? It's not a person. Of I color. I'm pretty sure Siri. It, it, I legitimately thought. When you start up Witcher 3, it says, are you a boy or a girl? And if you picked girl, you got Siri. Yeah. So basically, yeah, visually similar to Geralt, but more feminine, obviously. Um, So it's an interesting choice. And there's a lot of fair arguments on both sides to why and why not uh, to hire a person of color. Well, yeah, as I said, I don't know much about them. So I don't mind if they're a person of color or not. I know personally because I'm used to Siri as interpreted from the games. It might it would just be off to me to not see that or something to that kind of degree. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. 
with that one. But Henry Cavill, what do you, what do you guys think? Uh, I haven't seen enough of his work. I've only really seen him in Superman. Um, haven't seen him in the newest Mission Impossible or The Man from Uncle. I know that he's actually English, even though he does a pretty good American accent. So will Geralt now have an English accent instead of that sort of gruff American? Because everybody else in The Witcher games is generally like English. There's lots of townsfolky people, and it's very medieval. yeah, it's very yeah. Cockney at times. So I feel like he might just go with his normal voice. Could yeah. work. Could be interesting. Could be a good way to like kind of subvert expectations, but not like if he was doing the kind of gruff. I'm I'm Geralt and I'm sassy, and that's a very bad Geralt impression. <laughs> uh, but if he was English, he'd be like, "Oh, this is someone else. I'm ready to go on a journey with this new interpretation." Well, that's exciting news. I, I was one step closer, and that's all that matters to me. Yeah. Like, I just want to see it already, but it's not going to be out for, like, t- probably till 2019 or 2020 even. Uh, and then well. in some sadder news, uh, so there is a Easter egg in the latest Spider-Man game. <laughs> yes. There is. Uh, and... I so about this was... on the radio. <laughs> so, uh, Guy, back in May 2018, Tyler Schultz tweeted to Insomniac asking to help uh, him propose to his girlfriend. Uh, his girlfriend, his response was, uh, I'm going to make love to your brother. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way to put it. Um, yes. And only weeks before the game came out. And But they, they had an inkling, good old Insomniac. They said, hey, you, you sure? We're not releasing until September. And he, he got a bit cocky and he was like, I think we'll still be together. We've been together for five years. I think we'll be fine. Oh, she left me for my brother. Uh, whoops. Uh, and apparently, so Tyler has said that this might go down as in history as the saddest Easter egg quite possible. Uh, well, if you want to make it a little sadder, I don't know if this is true, but I, re- I thought I read at the end of an article I was reading about this that they were like, well, what do we change it to? And s- maybe even Tyler suggested, oh, change it to the name of my grandmother because she's the one who got me into Spider-Man. She gave me my first Spider-Man uh, comic book and I would, you know, might as well use that space uh, to honor something. Yeah, I yeah, heard that. True. Uh, which and that's a nice kind of honor. Uh, I'd like it to be uh, Maddie on the sign has been like crossed out, and then <laughs> there's just a new person's name for whoever picks it up. No, sh- <laughs> they should rent it out like advertisements in games. Yeah, that'd be cool. They did that for like Enemy Territory Quake Wars, where they literally changed the billboard to an ad, and it changed in the game. You're like, ah. Oh, Mother, that was huh? really weird. That was weird. The Book uh, of Eli with uh, Denzel Washington. Okay. Quake game. I'm just trying to fight the struggle here. Uh, but Spider Man. Oh, what a what a fantastic game. What are you? How are you going, Michael? Oh, it's it's just delightful. Uh, I, uh, as I don't know what it is. There's things you know as as a Spider Man fan. Even if you're just a little bit of a Spider Man fan. You're playing this game and there's a story that 
you kind of yeah, you know all the characters, you know what's going to happen, but you can't help but love it anyway because they're telling it in a in just a kind of new way that I really love about some of the characters in it. Oh, it's just delightful, but that's I, not the game for this fortnight. No. <laughs> well, quickly on that, I actually saw something really interesting as an audio guy. This will be really interesting. Uh, I read that they have recorded two sets of dialogue where he's resting and then one where he's exacerbated, as in if you're just standing around and there's dialogue going from him and he's talking to MJ or whoever, and then he starts swinging, the dialogue will switch to... um, to like him, like a little out of breath and yeah. a little ex- under pressure, and I'm like, that is That's so genius. Cool. That is he, amazing. He he has phone conversations while you're fighting like thugs, and he go, and he's like saying like, oh, don't worry, yeah, oh, don't I'll worry, be there. I'll, I'll, I'll uh, be there soon. That is a, that is so Peter Parker. Oh my god, such a Peter Parker move. Oh my god, That's exactly. Uh, what I do. And because I'm just really trying to just convince Adrian that he should play it. And maybe he can borrow it from me once I 100% it. Because I'm going to 100% this bad boy. That's going to uh, take a few years. Nah. Take, uh, you'll probably have it by Saturday. I like this game so much. <laughs> and there's no Be new cold. game plus yet. So uh, I would rate uh, Marvel Spider-Man for the PlayStation 4. A, uh, in between God of War and Bloodborne. Somewhere in between there is where. Wait, which one's right. on top? And which one's below? Uh, that's up for you to decide, I guess. In no particular. Order. Well, I've been, I've no been replaying order. Bloodborne, and oh, such a good game. Yeah. Uh, so, just just in case the Xbox fanboys have been left out, I've also been playing Halo Two, which is why I haven't played much Prince of Persia. And then for the Nintendo fanboys, we've got some news. Uh, we were going to have some news. <laughs> we don't have news as the news. Uh, but I, the funny thing of this, so so if you don't know, Nintendo were going to have a, a direct and announce a whole bunch of stuff and talk about a whole bunch of stuff, but there was the earthquake or tremors in Japan, wherever they, they're located, and um, so they, they cancelled it, fair enough. But the funny thing is some... Other companies that were going to announce the things through the direct, like it's too late, and so there's just tra- trailers releasing to like to no vision. It's just like, oh, oh there's a game on here now. <laughs> like some oh. websites just have like there was one. It was like a pretty relatively big game, but it's like there's there's no like they didn't announce it. They didn't they didn't give any news. It was just on their website now. Huh. And it's just like Nintendo. Well, huh. like, oh, Half-Life oh, 3 on the Switch. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I thought that was really funny. <laughs> it's just like Nintendo is such a heavyweight that it's like, oh, we've got to stop this. And then all this flow on of companies like Square and other things, I think, just going oh. like, oh, oh, we can't stop it. <laughs> With the um, Pikachu and Eevee versions of the Switch also have been announced. Yeah, in the maybe. Because they've yeah. been just kind of announced with no fanfare. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's probably why. Yeah, so it was a powerful earthquake in Hokkaido, but apparently a typhoon slash hurricane hit central Japan a few days ago, or a week ago-ish, and there was flooding, a heat wave over the summer, uh, apparently roughly five Richter earthquake between that in summer, 
so basically Godzilla's awoken and Nintendo is in his sights. And by Nintendo, I mean all of Japan. It's very... Nature has not been kind to them. Not at all. But... we let's... They carry on. They, they always carry on. Oh, yeah. They'll be fine. Nintendo, long after Microsoft and Apple are gone, Nintendo will be there. <laughs> I watched be... an interesting video about that the other day. That their legacy makes them actually, like, pretty rock solid. Yeah. They're, like, their foundation and their success for so many years. Like... People were like, Nintendo are going to die soon because they're not releasing on mobile devices for some reason. Um, but like, they have so much money that they don't like. You really need to worry too much. Maybe and it was that, thirty years of failure. Yeah. Well, it's, not, that's why they were able to pull off like the Wii U not working out too well. Whereas like the Dreamcast basically killed Sega. Yeah. Or the was the Saturn or the Dreamcast first? Which one? One of the. I think it was the Dreamcast. Um, the moral yeah. of the story is Sega is gone. Sega, in, inferior to Nintendo. <laughs> yeah. And Atari. Like, they couldn't stick it out. Nintendo lasted from the old days, and their legacy is actually uh, also why their games don't devalue and, and things like that. Yeah. It was, a, it was a really interesting sort of breakdown of their, of their pull in the industry, even did, when you don't think of them at times. Did you want to know what was on the Sega Genesis? Nothing. Earthworm Jim was on the oh. Sega Genesis. And that's the game that we're going to play for the next fortnight. That uh, is our next game. And it was a fan pick, fan favorite. So Audience pick. Yeah. If, we threw up a, we had a big post saying, like, suggest some games. And then from that, we had a poll between Earthworm Jim and, was it Final Fantasy VI? I believe so. Um, One with Vivi in it? Yeah. Oh, no, that might that'd be six. I don't know, but it doesn't matter because Earthworm Jim won, and I'm interested to go back and play this one. Are there any differences between the consoles? No idea. Because it came out on the Genesis or the Mega Drive, as we as we called it, uh, the Sega CD, and the SNES. I have no idea. Apparently, it's platform of origin, according to Wikipedia, is Sega Genesis. So, you could argue that that is the original, so it's better. But then you could also argue that SNES, you know, why would it get a port if it wasn't, you know? Good enough. Like, back then, uh, they had... um, What am I trying to say? Like, the ports were generally better and had... A better difference, yeah, like a more obvious difference. Like this one has blood. This one has colors. The other one doesn't actually. It's got three colors. This one's got sixteen-bit sick guitar licks. So I think I'm going to be playing on PC. I do ha- own a copy, like on a disc, like for PC really? for years ago. I'd have to find it, but I remember playing it. And, like, not being able to get past, like, the first boss. So, it's one of those games I'm like, I played it a long time ago and had no idea what was happening. And now I want to actually try and pick it up and play it and beat it as an adult. Came out on Windows 95 and (laughs) MS-DOS. Yeah, okay. Maybe that might work on uh, Windows 7, but we'll see. We'll see. We're going to try. Maybe I'll try some virtual machines. I I think you could just... There is a program for MDOS 
like to emulate it kind of thing. And I'm pretty sure it's Dustbox. legal. Dustbox, yes. Uh, and so that was, as I said, audience picked that one. And if you want to suggest a game, you don't have to wait for us to make the post. You can just post on our Facebook wall. The best way, I, I pretty much will guarantee you a spot at this point in time, if you rate <laughs> us five stars and just in the comments say the yeah. game, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure we'll that. do it for the praise. Uh, another way you could suggest a game is through our twitch uh which is grind time underscore tv yeah we're we're streaming right now just so you know thought we'd take opportunity that was anticlimactic i was expecting you to do a big reveal like oh guess what we're streaming right now. we're recording live and streaming we had the opportunity to try it i thought we would sorry let me do you want me to get some like sfx bugles it's like, well, bah, bah, da, da, bah. well, fanfare. Yeah, some fanfare. <laughs> I mean, if you could. Oh, do you want me to? No, that, that's okay. I'll you add it in it. post. You did it, so it's fine. Yeah, I am the sound effects. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's that's a fun way. So, you can come watch us every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday uh, and suggest games directly to us. Or Fanf- if you are watching the stream right now and you're thinking what am i watching what am i listening to what have i missed well you can go to no time to grind podcast.com uh or if you are somewhere similar there and you want to know where you can you know subscribe to the podcast you can find us on itunes google play spotify stitcher all of them I think pretty much all of them. all good podcast apps we've collected Every them single. all like pokemon spotify I think I already said that one. Well, again, Spotify. It's (laughs) again for the third time. If you have a payment, it's free. It's all free. There's no reason not to. That's that's the slogan here at No Time to Grind. There's no reason not. And there's no reason not to uh, have played this Fortnite's game, The Prince of Persia: Sands of Time. An interesting hat. An interesting game. I'm sorry. An interesting hat? Hat. <laughs> My brain, uh, you know when you're like looking at something else and your brain just assume, like puts that word next into the queue? I was looking at the word hat. Oh. And, it, and it just popped that in. Hat of Persia. <laughs> the Prince of Persia Sands of Time is a beautiful game. It's a game we played for the past fortnight. It is a third-person action-adventure puzzle platform video game. Uh, developed by Ubisoft before I feel like Ubisoft was really a big kid in the ring. Yeah, and I was actually looking this up. It's like it's possibly by the same team that made um, Assassin's Creed. Well, listening to the audio in Prince of Persia, I believe that 100%. (laughs) <laughs> listening to the some of the voices or all yeah. of the voices and the five sound effects that they had the licenses to use yeah the sound in this game was i don't know what it is about ubisoft is i'm thinking it might be a, a thing of the, the era i was playing on ps2 like on the disc original mm-hmm. and um i was like maybe it's like a file size compression thing but if it's on okay. you know, what you guys played on the PS2 version? I, I actually played on the PC. 
Yes, I have a PC version of this, and I, I thought it sounded okay. What, what exactly are you referring to? Um, it sounded really like muffled and, and like the talking itself was almost a little like lower sample rate. Uh, there how- was, I reckon, the audio levels were horribly mixed when it came to voice. Yeah, I, there was I couldn't a- hear anyone. Yeah. The sound was all off in this game, um, which is unfortunate because some of the traps make some cool sounds. <laughs> but also just hearing any voices was like w- wishy-washy and whether you could actually make out what they're saying or whether it sounds it sounds a bit like this almost, just where it's like a little bit muffled. I wasn't talking about the voices. I was talking about the sound effects. Like they, just the sound effect for, you have like, Use the dagger. You have used time. It's very. I swear, I've heard that sound effect on like a cheap kids show when they had to use magic, like, magic kind of thing. Yeah. It's just a very stock standard sound effect. It's uh, like they sampled it from just a big library. Okay, interesting. Which uh, to me, I don't like hearing that in a game. I um. Don't know, I never have like I never all the sound effects sounded cool. I liked the sound effect of like rewinding time. I don't know, you guys obviously didn't. No, that was fine. I think it was more the the dagger uh would be like because you have to use it so much in a fight. I'll get th- to that very soon. Uh, <laughs> but it's always this it's like always the same sound when it like strikes. I, I too liked the rewinding. That was a nice effect. Um, but that was the only thing that really stood out to me. Everything else I thought was fine for the era that it's from. I don't have too much of a problem. I thought the mixing was off. I couldn't understand anyone because the music was always too loud. But I think the voice is actually tied to the music track. So you couldn't turn the music down uh, no and hear the voices. Yeah, okay. What about you're saying it? You think it's relevant to the time? What about the visuals? What do you think of the visuals given the time? I thought they were really good. I really like the um, yeah. style. Yeah, uh, I'm looking at other games released in 2003, and you've got Enter the Matrix, the original Call of Duty. Uh, you know, for me, the biggest 2003 game is Jedi Knight Jedi Academy, <laughs> and I'm like, oh yeah, the visuals kind of. I mean, it's a little worse, but I assume it had a smaller budget. But also, The Simpsons Hit and Run came out in 2003. Okay. So that's a direct kind of comparison we have because we've... Uh, we've covered that on the yeah, podcast. Yeah, we've covered uh, Simpsons Hit and Run. Yeah, I mean, it, I personally liked it. Like, it ha- it was stylized, like realistic, but stylized. Yeah. Yeah, it was a safe move to go for for what they did. And it's helped it stand up now. If they went purely realistic, those games have aged very poorly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what do you think looks better? God of War running on the PS2, the original God of War, or this game? This was game was two years earlier than God of War. I haven't seen God of War since on the PS2 since I came out in, <laughs> in whatever year it came out. Um so you tell me. <laughs> well, I feel, I feel that like it's actually like quite on par, considering it's about two years earlier. I think games like this, uh, Ratchet and Clank, uh, God of War, they stand out to me as really like 
identifiably still good looking enough PS2 oh, games. Dang, Jack Two was in two thousand three. All right, okay, never mind. This okay, Prince of Persia is garbage. <laughs> <laughs> never, never mind. <laughs> Jack Two just sweet. This game went down a few pegs now. There's just... there a lot of good to be found on the PS2. They did a lot with very little. Yeah. And that's why I like a lot of them are coming up for me. Like my next game might be a PS2 game as well. Um, it's it's down just... the PS2. Ah, uh, it's so good. Like it's for a time when I wasn't good enough to like comprehend what I'm doing in games and like add me know my high skill level, but <laughs> enough to enjoy them and remember them. So now I'm like, oh, I remember that. I never got really far because I was a child and I sucked. But I want to see what that game was like. Or I want to play it again and actually try and finish it. Mm, okay, uh, that you actually raised a good point. I was thinking about Michael. Have you played Prince of Persia as a kid? No. Okay. Because I'm one that I actually didn't have. I always kind of wanted to play Prince of Persia, but I didn't play it as a kid. So when I was playing this, I'm feeling it's a bit boring. It is very simple. It's I can understand why you say boring, but I would say it's very simple. It's simple parkour puzzles. It's simple. The reason that I say it's boring, I feel like it because in my mind I built up a really cool story just looking at it from a distance. Uh and then the you story You hyped it up on yourself, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I hyped it up ever since I saw it as a kid in 2003, never played it, and then finally I've played it and Oh, I expected the Prince of Persia, for starters, to have a name, perhaps. Oh, yeah, he doesn't. <laughs> He's just the prince. There's one the prince. person who has a name, I believe. Farah. Yeah, Farah. The vizier. Heroes, heroes never die. Yeah, there's <laughs> the vizier. Uh, there's the king of Azad. There's, or is Azad the guy? Uh, I'm not too sure. No, Azad is the place. Yeah, so, yeah, and then there's they have, like, the, palace of the king of the prince of, of the king of Persia, I presume. Then, if it's if the prince yes, of Persia, uh, but there's no naming department at Ubisoft in 2003. <laughs> well, I think that apparently that's from the like the original original game that it's based on the the side scroller. He didn't have a name then either. No, he was just the prince. Yeah. Also, does this uh, does this game remind you of anything in particular? It, uh, it's, it seems very familiar to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I think it's just missing Robin Williams as a genie because this is Aladdin. We're what, we're playing Aladdin. It's Aladdin. <laughs> yes, this is if Assassin's Creed and Aladdin had a baby. It's like because even you've got you are a prince. All right, and now you think, okay, but Aladdin wasn't a prince. Well, his dad was the king of thieves, so technically he was a prince the whole time. Yeah, getting <laughs> into my Aladdin lore here. Then a vizier, and then with an hourglass with sand in it. Yeah, okay, come on. This is just Aladdin. It's just Aladdin. <laughs> and you want to know where it gets even weirder? I decided to look into this. The original Prince of Persia, the uh, side-scroller that you talked about, Adrian, uh, came out in 1989. Aladdin came out in 1992. All right. Yeah. Now, let me walk you through the original Prince of Persia. The prince is an or- orphan boy who lives on the streets. 
and falls okay. in love with the princess. The princess is the daughter of the sultan. The sultan's <laughs> his vizier is called Jafar. Yes, yes, that's right. And he has a staff as well with, a, I think, even a serpent staff. Yeah, like in, and then in the modern one, he's got the serpent staff as well. And where's the red? It's both are Aladdin and Aladdin is Prince of Persia. They are each other. Uh, okay, I just feel like uh, you, also, though, Aladdin is a folktale from the Middle East, so it's not... Yes. So it's not... It's not it's direct not, copyright. <laughs> but the thing is, is that it's not... Cr- we're not saying that it's copying the Disney's Aladdin, but it's still copying Aladdin. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I was, I was saying because I found that out and I talked to my girlfriend. I was like, "Well, that's like Sun Wukong is used is a like a Chinese mythology story, but he, like everyone uses him. Like yes. Dragon Ball Z is based on it. He's in Smite. Is in all kinds of like the Forbidden Kingdom. I think was the Kung Fu movie. Um, so it's like, eh." Like, look at Marvel basing a bunch of comics on the Norse mythology. Is it is it really that crazy? I'm trying to see if Jafar, an inspiration to the character, is the villain Jafar played by in Thief of Baghdad. <laughs> it's just a funny. It's just a funny. Like, ah, it. we're playing Aladdin. <laughs> Maybe this is a failed Aladdin uh, crossover game. Ooh, this is. Man, do you remember that p- part in Kingdom Hearts where you, your Keyblade turns back time? Yes. And you... <laughs> okay, let's specifically talking about Prince of Persia, the Sands of Time. I feel like this is not enough time for me to do anything useful. What do you mean? Like, I had f- died... Or- yeah, like I'd gotten hit or gotten close to death or died, and so I'm like, okay, I'm gonna rewind time, so that that's the point of the game. Uh, and but then when you rewind, it's like mm, I'm gonna go super slow, and effectively you only get to rewind one second of real time. It's just taking you twenty seconds to rewind that time, so it feels like it's more. And so I found time travel was useless except for parkour. Like, yeah, it, it, was... it, it says to use your time travel during combat, there's no point. Um, you just get to watch yourself die again. Yeah. It depends. Like, and I was, this is why I've written down here there's bad loops sometimes. Because it's like, I was trying to figure it out. Because sometimes, like, I wouldn't, it'd be the first time I'm rewinding, but the time, like, there's a little circle that indicates how much rewind you have and it would already be zero and i'm like why do i have like no time and i figured it out when you like kill an enemy by absorbing them into your dagger that resets your time so i would just kill an enemy and then because i'm kind of stuck in that animation get like comboed to death and then try and rewind but i would rewind to just before i was hit anyway because the timer reset yeah that's not like good <laughs> And that's just a a part of the whole, this whole game's combat is like, uh, probably could have been much better. Yeah, the controls in combat as well. I found sometimes I was just attacking air or, like, I don't know if it was me because I was playing on PC, but it's like I'm holding D. I want to attack the guy on my right 
And then yeah. it's like, I'm going to attack the guy on my left. Yeah, it's it snaps cool. to the wrong person. It's what like a bad, doing? it's a bad um, like Arkham, Batman Arkham series kind of, and, and Assassin's Creed even. Um, or like an even style. worse Spider-Man fighting style. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I yes. couldn't get the counters going though. There is a counter, isn't there? Yes, I, I got it working like once. But why would you need to counter when vaults are all that you need? Just vault over everybody. You cannot vault triangle. over those blue boys. Yes, the blue boys. Those but you can wall boys. vault over them. Yes, and that was cool. That was a good... I had to look it up. I had to watch how to do what, it. Run up a wall and flip over behind Yeah, them. you press like XX near a wall and he'll like jump off the wall over them rather than running up and over them. And you can just because I was having to use it's like a wall attack where he like sits on the wall for a second and then you dive at them. Yeah, so that's X square or X triangle. But if you do X X, you you vault over them off the wall. Triple X, baby. Yeah, it didn't often work. He just often touched the wall and then just go. "Ah, I don't want to be on the wall anymore. Yeah, terrible. (laughs) This game thrives in its parkour but fails in its combat. and I, the, the Sands of Time rewinding mechanic is really good for parkour as like an experimentation mechanic, just to be like, do I run off this? No. Okay, I guess I just <laughs> yeah. rewind. Except when you run out of sand. Well, I oh yeah. Well, I never failed that much, so get good. Um, well, I don't know how no. it happened though. <laughs> See, the game needs to get good because there's one point, and I know that it's not just me because I heard young Michael talking about it. Just early tonight, where you're going on some poles, you're swinging on these poles to swing to another pole, and then you get to swing onto the wall and do like a sick wall plant and jump back off the wall onto another pole. Uh, but the game was like, no, I don't want to do that. Even though I'm doing everything right, the game's just like, no. I never had any real issues. I, maybe once in the game did I like full-on die, run out of time, and then die in parkour. But the rest of the time, I had enough parkour, enough time. Enough parkour time. Enough parkour skill to um, get through. Well, I guess I'm just used to the Spider-Man, you know. He's just actually <laughs> good at parkour. And, That's yeah. cheating. He's superhuman. But also on the, uh, the combat, the whole concept of the combat seems flawed. Why is that? I don't like the fact that if you are going to have uh, an enemy, like all enemies require you to kill them with the dagger yeah, all the time. Yeah. If that is a requirement of each enemy's death, don't have so many enemies. Like don't have them yeah. keep coming because I thought like fights would take forever. So long. We're getting interrupted when you're trying to kill someone, and they go, "Yeah, I finally killed him." Oh, three more have spawned. Yeah, another three. It's like, no. If you're gonna have that, if they can get back off the ground themselves, you don't spawn more enemies. Yeah, it's it's tough. <laughs> like some of those fights, especially when because uh, I'll start. I'm like, all right, cool. Kill all the simple ones that I can vault over quickly, but that just meant that the harder ones spawned sooner. And also, you can't. You don't always get the like the ability off. Like sometimes you'll like do the the like the cartwheel over to stab them, but then there'll be an enemy in the way and it won't go off. You'll just like stab their knee, um, and get nothing out of it. <laughs> it the combat is just, and there's always a little animation, and you can get like there's not enough like immunity frames during it. You can be slapped like right at the end and then get stuck in a combo. 
Yes, zero. Me- like, were there any invincibility frames? I swear there were none. Possibly I, none. I, I think if you're in the cutscene, like where it zooms in and changes the camera angle, I think then yeah. you're fine. When but, you're like stabbing downwards at guys. Yeah, but there were definitely like, it was definitely not enough, given that I, you had to do it to every enemy unless you sanded them. And I don't know what the algorithm is either when they're, um, when they're determining when the enemies attack you. They're just like, yeah. it especially, seems like... Sorry, you go. I was like, especially with the rewind, like sometimes I'd rewind and then they wouldn't attack when they did attack. And I'm like, well, now I just dodged for nothing and I put myself in a worse position. It's just inconsistent. And while the rewind mechanic is fun in combat, it's it's all just needs polishing. Which maybe it does in the sequels. It has a lot of sequels. It has two sequels. And like direct sequels. Yeah, and then a reboot. Um, no, we don't talk about that. Really? I'm pretty sure. Like, I forgot. Like, I remember hearing that it was getting a reboot, but then I didn't see anything about it being released. And so I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. It had a reboot when I was, like, um, looking information up about it. Did um, the later games get a little bit more, like, uh, less stylized and a little bit more gritty? Yeah, Warrior Within, I think, which is the second one after this, of, like, the PS2 trilogy was like more gritty and dark um and i think he has like you get like different weapons and stuff like that like you can change out your weapons that's what i remember i might go back and play these now i think Uh, the best one was definitely battles of prince of persia which is a turn-based tactics video game for the nintendo ds yeah Uh, that's i was considering that for the podcast but then i was like no i want to play a good game Um, also the sands of time is apparently on game boy advance yes i think i got ported there like a side scroller. It's actually just the original uh, Prince of Persia. Oh right. No, I, being... d- I don't know. I, I'm just telling you the story. Also, Matt, you keep referencing uh, Spider Man because Spider Man has just released at the moment. Uh, did you know that the prince is Spider Man? It's the same voice actor. Really? How yes. relevant? That's why You're I chose crazy. it. See, I'm in. I'm in on it too, guys. Yuri Lowenthal, who is also the voice of Sasuke from Naruto, the That's English right. Dub. Yes, uh, he's done, he's actually done like so much work. So if wow, if, he's if, a much better voice actor than he was in two thousand and three. I guess because it's not he's not he's not British, so him trying to do that like very uh, Indian Raja sort of hello. Ah, I'm the prince. Uh, like, uh, who's My father is the king of the Thangla. Whenever Egyptians speak with English accents as well, like in The Mummy. Ah, uh, yes. It's that kind of voice, isn't it? Yeah. Or like Night at the Museum, Egyptian. <laughs> I don't know why it's a thing. <laughs> so it's, it's Hollywood Indian, not Bollywood Indian. Yes. There you go. It's very Lawrence of Arabia. So, I have, if you like Prince of Persia, uh, audience member, you, yes, you, the one that does like Prince of Persia, and you want to play it again, and you're listening to us, and you're like, eh, there's some flaws, but I'll still pick it up. I suggest, and I'm going to say this because I didn't do it, so you can't get mad at me, lawyers, but I'm going to condone 
emulating this on P- for PS2 and emulating it because I feel like this game could so be saved with save states and I didn't have that and I was like, man, if I had save states... Why would you need save states? This game has save points every five minutes. It has it has so save, many points, save points, and it has a lot of checkpoints as well, and that's really good for some occasions. But other occasions, like when you've cleared out half of the enemies for a boss fight, uh, oh, so you're advocating uh, save scumming? Yeah, save scumming. Save scums Scum is so good. Scum it. Scum this game, baby. Get re- oh, I I disagree because it's not really that difficult until like the last 30% of the game. Like, I didn't have any problems with enemies until you come out of the sewers, maybe a bit before that. Mm. Everything else is like... Yeah, those parts of the game. Yeah, me too, man. <laughs> or like everything else... The only other time I had problems with the fighting was when it, it was like the boss question mark in the like the mini boss. That was like, was it? I was trying to figure it out because they made a point to like cut in on the face. But it's when you go to save Farah in like the main hall, it's and she's dad. it's his yeah. dad, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's, his, it's dad. his dad turned. They evil. talk about it. Yeah. So that was like, I was like, oh, what's the boss mechanic here? Because he, I can't hit him, and there's heaps of enemies. And I looked up because I couldn't figure it out, and I was like, I don't want to spend time figuring it out. It's like, yeah, you just gonna kill him he's just normal he's a stronger enemy i was like well that's boring and he's the only like enemy that isn't like a a standard enemy like he's he's like the only quote-unquote boss in the game apart from the end well that's good you've made me feel better about my decision of uh that's i beat him and i think i kind of stopped playing shortly thereafter you missed out so much man there's a lot of all, like I said, this game shines in the parkour. There's a lot of fun parkour, but getting through the combat, you would have hated it. There's a whole mission. I don't know how far you got, Michael, but towards the end, you got this. It's a classic video game elevator level. Of course. Where yeah. you fight a bunch of enemies, but it's the worst because it's like the worst <laughs> parts of the fighting. You're in a tiny area. You've got to protect Farah. And they, like, go straight for her, but they're mostly blue guys, so you can't vault them, and there's no real walls around to help. Um, so you just had to, like, spam triangle and, like, freeze, like, a bunch of people, take one on, maybe kill another one that was frozen before they came back. It was... It frustrated me to no end. Um, I'm glad I missed that. Yeah. <laughs> like, the first... Oh, it is just, but it's only the fighting. All the parkour is so much fun, and I was like, can't wait to climb some more. But I got to get through this dumb fighting first. You know what I reckon this game was filling the void of, and it's to do with the parkour system and how how well it is, like how well received it is compared to its combat, at least. Uh, I don't believe I, I believe at this time I don't think there was a Tomb Raider. I think this was filling the void of. Tomb Raider on the PlayStation. Yeah. Because that, that's what it feels like to me. It feels like an evolution of that. We're not quite to Assassin's Creed yet, but Tomb Raider had very much of like swinging on the poles, jumping on ledges. And yeah, I did enjoy the parkour quite a lot. Um, and it's it's both like, it makes you think, but not too hard. Yeah. You go like, hang on, I can't I can't jump to there. Oh, I got to go here. So it's, it's a nice little challenge. Uh I would look forward to more of the parkour. But that's also the other thing about this game. Uh, it's very quick. 
Like, yeah, it doesn't overstay its welcome at all. You start just smash like I just smash through like a quarter of it in like no time at all. It's just the percentage completion rate goes up by like two percent for doing literally nothing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's so many checkpoints, and Ellen were like, "Oh, that just went up by three percent." I guess there's not many, and it is kind of a short game, like eight hours or something. Like not huge. Um, but yes, lot a lot of checkpoints. Like even to the point where it's like I did one parkour, like run down a hallway, and then there was another one. I was like, okay, okay. And some of the visions actually that, that come with them weren't super helpful. Like they showed parts that were going to be obvious when they should have shown parts that were less obvious in the like puzzle to come up. It was a cool addition, but it was like you probably should have vetted some of those and like chosen better sections to show. Well, they don't want to give it all away. But like I feel like it's supposed to be a hint to be like here's a room you're in, you don't necessarily know what you need to run across or jump across or swing across, but um here's some hints. And there was one room I remember where I was like, I watched, I couldn't figure out what to do. I'd like opened up a bunch of like options and these platforms had extended from a wall. And I was like, cool. Jumped across them like long ways, like across them um, tangentially. And I was like, I got back to a platform I was already been on. I'm like, I don't know where I'm supposed to go now. And I went back to watch the vision and didn't show anything to do with it. And then I finally watched a... I looked up a walkthrough or something and it was like, oh, you need to like run down the platform and jump off it onto a rope. And I was like, well, why couldn't they show me that? That's obviously the harder bit when what they were showing me was like, here's you jumping from wall to wall, <laughs> like from a bookcase. I'm like, yeah, I know. I'm in a library. Of course I'm jumping from a bookcase. It feels like it's almost more for story than it is for player. Yeah. It's like, oh, he's having a vision. But yeah, I started skipping them because I'm like, this is of no help. It's Yeah, it's just showing me what I already... I'm experiencing because I have to. And none of the... No answer. None of the puzzles are so hard that you really need the visions at all. Like, they're all pretty straightforward and linear. So you don't necessarily need it. Um, But with this... I'm talking about the, the, like, puzzles and the the parkour. These... This is a... This is from an era before people tried to... Video game developers tried to work levels, like, to seem natural. There's, like, just saws all over the place, on the walls, for no reason. You're just like, why are there spikes on the floor here? Like, what purpose do they serve in the in the castle? None. It's a video game. This is a video game, and you know it from the start. This is actually a uh, lumber uh, kingdom where we need to constantly just get rid of all this wood that we have and you just saw it and use the uh, spikes on the floor. They're actually nails if, you know, you use the correct instrument. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, uh, I just I just wanted to point out like that the design of the game is very this is game. a video game and not like we're trying to create an immersive world that you explore through like an Assassin's Creed. Uh, I played on the PS2 as well, like with a disc, um, and there was a lot of slowdown. Like as the a lot of enemies came on screen, especially when they were teleporting in, the disc would just chug. Um, there was a, there was a fair bit of that. And I'm trying to think if that's like a thing of that era, like developers are just okay with slowdown. And going like, well, that's just how it is because that's what the the hardware's like and we can't yeah. change that. Well, if it has to read the disc. They possibly, possibly. even counted on it. They're like, okay, this is going to take a little while. So, uh, you know, it gives them time to think. 
<laughs> so tell me about the ending, Adrian, because I've right. gone I've gone through a walkthrough and I found out that I've uh, done a solid third of the game. I'd say you missed out on like a solid other third of just pure fun, and then the last third is hell, uh, <laughs> followed by a brief stint of happiness. Um, so the rest of the game's good. It's more puzzles, which is fun. Um, I was I thought there were going to be like like this might have had some sort of collectathon element or like side secrets, but there really isn't. There's just those extra walkways you can go to get more health. Um, but as you approach the end of the game, it gets much more difficult, especially the f- boss fights. The puzzles get a little bit more difficult, but nothing that you can't like rewind time and experiment with too much. Um, then there's a there's a really cool moment. So eventually, do you guys want story spoilers? Go for it. All right. So spoiler alert, people listening, if you care. Um, at some point, Farah like steals back the dagger from you and goes to the... Because you guys, you together you go to the set, to the um, hourglass together and you get there and she's like, stab the dagger into the hourglass and you'll fix everything. And then he goes like... And then for some reason, I wasn't really following what he was saying most of the time because I couldn't hear it. But um, he's, he's like, he says something about like, you're just using me. And so he doesn't stab the dagger in and then the vizier shows up and like throws them out a window. Um, and so she gets mad and she follows you for a bit longer, but eventually she like seduces you and then steals the dagger. And so there's a section of the game where you don't have any rewind. And that's kind of annoying for the parkour because it's like, oh, did you guys have, interact with the bats? Did the bats come up for you? No, like, no bats. Baseball or? No, as in like vampiric <laughs> blood sucking no. bats. Yeah, no. so. They're, they're introduced and they start, they just like, there's like six bats or something that just flock you while you're walking on one of those like, like a, what do you call it? Like a beam where you got to like balance like in a T position and they'll come and get you and then you can pull your sword out and attack them and you're supposed to like hit them and then they leave you for a bit and you can move along and then they come back and you hit them and you kill like one or two at a time. That sounds amazing. And with like, with the <laughs> rewind, it's fine because most of the time they knock you off and you like hang on the edge and then you pull yourself back up if they knock you off. But with the without the dagger, it was so much more hard and, and annoying to deal with them. Um, and I was like, oh, this these puzzles are like interesting enough without the without the bats. Can you just not game? Um, anyway, you deal with that because she's taking the dagger, and then you get to the best weapon in the game. Uh, you get a sword that like. One hits enemies, so you've lost the dagger, so you can't stab them and take the take the sand and deal with them. But you you get a sword that like one hits them, and it's the coolest action in the game. the 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 fighting goes from being zero out of ten to like ten out of ten because you just like you just like one hit, swing upwards, hit one, and then you'll just like move to the next one and like swipe down and kill them. And I'm like, this is the greatest. The sword looks amazing as well, and I remember it um, like loving the design as a kid. Um, and then, and then you get to the end of the game, and then it's over. <laughs> it's like very <laughs> underwhelming. There's no. So what happens is you climb this tower again without the dagger, um, and then you fight like it's like a it's one of those quote unquote boss fights where it's like I'll just a lot of enemies. It's a lot of all the hardest enemies, the ones that have the blue pants, but aren't like the cl- color copy of the other ones. It's like. They have the helmet on and stuff. Anyway, you fight a bunch of those and then it's like 
cut scene where he stabs the dagger in and all of time rewinds back to the before. And then it you, was all a dream. Well, yeah, kind of. And then you you go all the way back, and it's that scene where where right at the start of the game where you start on the balcony and then you walk in. Yeah, I thought it was doing that. Yeah, so you walk in, and then she he tells Farrah the whole thing, um, the whole story, and it's like overnight. And then the vizier comes, and then you fight him, um, in a very boring fight where you just don't get hit by him. And then hit him. <laughs> is he confused? Is he like, how do you know my plan? Yeah, something like. I no, I think that all three of them remember what happened. No, uh, no, she doesn't. No, I have the um, storm. I does think he, he, does he have the dagger still? Uh, yes. So, um, so the prince has the it. dagger. He's probably like, ah, oh, you have the dagger of time. So yeah, you don't. Something like that. Um, and yeah, uh, it's just a very underwhelming boss fight. Just like all the combat in this game, um, but I will say the fighting with that last sword is really fun because it's it's going from like like chewing nails to to kill these people in the boss fight. Sorry, in just in normal fighting with the sword to like one hitting them, and it's like flows really cool. And I'm like, why couldn't all the combat be like this? And so, that's the end of the game. So then, uh, yeah. So how about this? All right, I'm gonna re-suggest something uh but this way okay so i think that the powers of the dagger of time have been like nerfed so i'm gonna buff them and the way that you do that is emulate on ps2 and save scum and i I think that'd be good uh i was gonna do that (laughs) like uh, yeah i guess you can save scum in the middle of battle but you might just put yourself in a worse worse position Kind of like rewinding time anyway. Sometimes it's like, yeah, it gets you out, but then you just put yourself in a worse spot. Like, most of the time, you just need to survive the whole fight as is. Like, either by just... I often just ran straight to the fountain. Like, in the middle of a fight, low HP, just run. There's always a fountain nearby. Just drink from it. Which is also cool. I like that. You just hold it down and just keeps drinking until he's full health. Yeah, I thought there was going to be more like... Because it was sand equals time and water equals health. I was like, is there more elements in play? No. 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 Fire equals hurt. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> well, the water I thought was a really great sort of mechanic where at times you'd be like, oh, there's water there and I haven't realized, but I can I can drink out of this pool on the ground. I can drink out of <laughs> yeah. like, there's lily pads in this, but I'm going to have a swig anyway. So I like that. Uh it's completely unfeasible during a fight. I, I have would to, just die. It's luck of the draw. Like I would have, you'd have to like, you have to get them to teleport far enough, like as you're running to it, far enough away that they wouldn't want to teleport to you, but far enough away so that walking up to you isn't like takes too long. But that's why I'm like, it was it was a roll of the dice whether I made it through a fight, especially towards the end. I even had a glitch where I was drinking. I got attacked. I seemed to have like no health left, but I was able to lie on the ground while blocking. Oh, okay. And I was so I'm lying in this pool of water with my just my face sort of poking out, holding up my sword. And I'm like, well, if I can block, then surely I can I can get up. But I couldn't get up. Yeah, you're stuck there. Just 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 stuck until I finally let go of block. And let them kill me. <laughs> it was a really weird, yeah. 
it was inevitable because I had no rewind. It was just the game going like, sometimes you can't change the past. It was a, it was a beautiful moment. Well, after all that, there's a lot, there's a lot to take into this game. What do you think is a game for a busy gamer? I mean, I guess. I mean, I was a busy gamer, but the thing is I had to choose. I had week one, do I choose God of War or do I, <clears throat> do I choose Prince of Persia? And I choose God of War. Week two, uh, do I choose Spider-Man or do I choose Prince of Persia? And I choose Spider-Man. Uh, so, I mean, priorities, I guess. <laughs> I would actually say that it is a game. Potentially for a busy gamer. Uh, it's because of just the speed at which you can get through it. I am pretty confident that if I played this like twice more, I'd be done. Yeah, it's that kind um, of game for sure. So it's good in that regard that games of that vintage, uh, as a kid, they were much harder for you. As an adult, uh, you can actually experience them. And this is the other thing. I feel like though I, I like I've got the experience of this first game doesn't sound like it offers any more except for one cool sword and some <laughs> yeah. different parkour. Uh, but it's, it's, a, it's a little bit of a one-trick pony, uh, and, that's, and that's okay because, it, yeah. Like it's a nice before, trick. It's a nice trick, and it doesn't, it doesn't take too long. You watch that horse jump that, uh, jump that fence, and you go, well done. You clap, and it's over. <laughs> that's, that's a good way to put it. One-trick pony, it's just like you play the first couple of hours, and you're like, yeah, you sit down for one session of this and you go, I did some parkour. That's it. That's the game. That's that's it. And then there's some annoying fighting in between. Uh, and if you do want to get to the end like I did, it's not that long. There's plenty of checkpoints. This is, this is a game for a busy gamer. Um, and it's definitely worth going back and feeling. It's got really good parkour. Like Personally, I like it more than Assassin's Creed. It's a little more flowy. It uh, it's more puzzle based than just oh you can run on a wall like it's like yeah. how do you run on the wall in this one yeah. what's the what's the flow I like games where you got a good flow while running on a path like platformers and stuff so this like is really good edge. for that yeah um so I would say yes this, this is a game for a busy gamer and I guess there we have it that's it's it it's a game and for a busy gamer but it's a one trick pony now you can all press L one and. Rewind back to the start of the podcast and listen again. Oh, yeah! Oh, you only got to ten minutes ago. You Damn it! Enough. <laughs> uh, I killed Adrian a few seconds ago, and I keep getting stuck going back to that point because it reset. Oh, oh no! Uh, somewhat unrelated. Well, it's related. I was trying to watch. I do know the story because I did watch all the cutscenes on YouTube, but I was like, oh, I'll try watching a speedrun because I wasn't sure how they could have glitched the game. Oh, boy, does the time, the time, you know, effect is like a speedrunner's wet dream because it just bugs the game so hard. If really? You, I don't know how they do it, but essentially from what I can tell is you face a certain, like, pixel that you want to go to you hit the time button uh and then the prince just goes through walls and <laughs> floors in that direction until you stop where you want him to stop and then you win the game don't need a parkour when you can 
travel through time and space like a deity. Well, they are linked, so I guess the dagger of time would be the dagger, dagger of space. space. <laughs> yeah, I want to see that speed run now. It's, it's crazy. You can't even really tell what's happening because he, he just disappears. And the <laughs> speedrunner obviously is like, okay, one, two, three, let go. That's the dagger the of time goes in the scabbard of space. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Not in this game. Universe actually, belt. You know what's funny? When you, when you do finish a fight in this, one last note before we wrap up, you, you have that small cut scene where he puts the sword and dagger away. Very annoying, but also when you lose the dagger, his hand still does the same hand, so it just looks like he's jacking off an invisible thing in his scabbard. It's weird. Do you think a little part of him is like, oh, yeah, oh. <laughs> I wish I still had it. Oh, I, I did it. I wasn't thinking. I thought I still did. Uh, but that's it for Prince of Persia, Sands of Time. Next up is Earthworm Jim, and actually now is a good time to get in your suggestion, just like Earthworm Jim was, to get in your suggestion, because we'll be picking the next four games and announcing them probably the next episode. So let us know by giving us a review, or you can let us know on Facebook, you come onto the Twitch channel, grindtime underscore TV. Plenty of ways to get in touch and let us know what game you want us to play next. But until then, I've been Adrian. I've been Michael. And I've been Matthew. (laughs) It's Aladdin. It's Aladdin Aladdin with time elements. It's Aladdin if he wished uh, that he could rewind time. And if for some reason you said, you know what, I don't want Robin Williams in my Aladdin. I want strange, annoying combat. (laughs) I want want Peter Parker Sasuke. I don't want Robin Williams. That's uh, that's the one for me. (laughs) 